I'm Kenny. I'm here with Marty. Welcome to Back Pew Discussions. This week we're talking about this epidemic, COVID-19. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, as Kenny just said, uh, well, this is our podcast, Back Pew Discussions. Um, there's a few ways that you can join us. Sorry that we didn't have one last week, but somebody had to develop an ear infection and a busted eardrum. I guess that would be me. Yeah, I was hating on you and Hannah. Yeah. So uh, uh, just a couple ways for you to connect with us. Uh, we have a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Discussions. Um, we have an email address, uh, backpewdiscussions at gmail.com. And then you can find us on Google and uh, iTunes and Anchor and Spotify and all those good uh, things. About everything except for Pandora, we're still working on getting that through. And I think Stitcher hasn't come through. I had to do that manually as well. But uh, So do us a favor. When you go in there and listen to it, review us. Give us a five-star. If you don't want to give us a five-star, then don't review it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just back away. Yeah. Because uh, just the way stuff works with social media and podcasts and everything, the more it's liked, the more it's listened to, the more it's shared, um, the more it'll pop up on people's yeah. feeds. The bi- biggest way that, you know, we've gotten spread around is word of mouth. Uh, you know, we've got a Facebook page and stuff, but a lot of those people have started telling me, oh, you got to listen, you know, you got to listen. A lot of friends and family really help boosting us up. But yeah, like, subscribe, and then you'll be notified every time we put out an episode. Surprise, this one's coming out on a Monday but that's just because, like Marty said, he was sick. So we're going to release this. We're it's Sunday today. We're going to release this tomorrow morning, and we're going to have another episode Thursday for you guys. So one, basically, just, let's just call it delayed episodes. What this is? There you go. That just means that we're we're pulling overtime this week. Yeah, yeah. I get to strain Marty a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Let's talk let's about go. the plague of 2020. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> you might as well. That's what this thing supposedly That's where is. we're at but uh so before we get into anything really i guess we should have done this just a second earlier but anyway before we get into anything we are not doctors we're not giving medical advice we are just everything that we read to you we are getting from health organization cdc i got a little bit from the uh new york department of health marty said he's got some stuff from the who world world health organization i'll mix all three of those words up somehow that's all right but uh just call it the who we we are not getting anything this is not from the news media this is you know there's going to be some stuff on here that's you know current events but we're not going to provide you with any health health information that we got off the news we because I think we both kind of feel very strongly about this being uh, a, uh, a a mass hysteria moment almost that the government's trying to get underhand, but people are just taken in the wrong context. Yeah. And that's why people need to, the media and, and people in that general, just, just the general public, they they need to uh, not assume. And, and you this, is my, this has been one of my pet peeves. All right. If you're going to say something, you need to either classify it as opinion, or if you're not going to classify, if it's if you're going to classify it as something that's that you believe is true, you need to have facts to back it up. Otherwise, yeah. you need to just say this is just my opinion. Yeah, and you know the biggest problem I've had with this whole thing is you get a whole lot of stuff happening saying, "Oh, blah, 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 blah. look, we." From day one, we've told all you guys, this is to push you guys to think critically. This That's what we want from this podcast. We want you to form your opinions, but use facts. Use, you know, your your resources. Don't just take somebody's word for something and run with that. That's that's one reason why this thing has gotten out of hand. We'll talk about some of the stuff that's got out of hand here shortly. But that's one of the things that's fueled this. And we really want you guys to take, you know, 
take a second, sit back and think about some of the stuff that's happening and just say, is this, is this ridiculous or is this, you know, actually does do facts support these actions? Right. Yeah. And this is very much a, a, you need to support this thing with facts. This is very little religious points of view on this one, but you know, we'll, we'll get into some stuff, you know, obviously we do that and that's kind of one of the base of this podcast, but COVID-19, this is just a fact based issue right here. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I think also is, uh, just, if somebody has a different point of view, if somebody doesn't believe or agree with you, like I've encountered some people who on both sides of the extreme, somebody's on one side of the extreme, like freaking out. And then somebody's over here on the other side of the extreme, um, not taking it serious at all. Cause there's a difference in my opinion, there is a difference between reacting out of fear and being cautious. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and the problem what, is we have a fear hysteria moment going right, on. Right. Like, I'm our, not scared to death. And I'll, I mean, I'll tell you why. Cause I know who I serve. I'm not scared to death. But at the same time, I'm also not scared to death because they've given us some guidelines and some cautions to go by. So if you do that, then by all means, you don't have to react to fear. Now, the people that I go out to, that my heart goes out to, and this is the people we need to think about when you're acting crazy out there. <laughs> or not heeding to these warnings that they've given us, my heart goes out to the people who who cannot go by these warnings. Yeah, like they're going to the be hurt by your stupid actions. Well, that too, but yeah, like but like the healthcare workers. Oh, yeah, they've got to be there. Yeah, they're on the front like, lines. Like Abby read a story yesterday or the day before, and this is what makes you mad. Like, you got a bozo out here that's saying, oh, like they did an article. Like they did some interviews of some spring breakers, and they asked them, like, hey, you think about COVID-19? Don't you know that we're supposed to, you know, be careful and all this? And the, all the young people were saying, oh, I'll be all right. I got a, I got a high immune system. I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm young. I'm invincible. And what they don't realize is beer uh, funnel okay you probably oh yeah you'll probably okay but we don't care about you no we, I mean, we do care about yeah. you but we, we you'll probably be all right it's just you don't realize you could pass it on somebody who might not be okay and then follow-up question should have been how do you feel about natural selection <laughs> yeah but anyway so like thinking about that report and then abby read a story yesterday or the day before i can't remember and it was a nurse and she went through her daily thing like she works at the hospital she's around all these pa- patients mm-hmm she comes home before she even goes inside. She takes all of her her medical clothes off, puts them in a garbage sack, runs straight to the shower, takes a shower, cleans herself up, and then stays away from her kids for six feet. She, she doesn't take her youngest and rub it on the scrubs. I don't think so, based <laughs> on the story. And so, you know, she made the point that she's making the necessary sacrifices, the hard sacrifices. I mean, she's not even she's distancing herself from her kids because she knows more than likely she's probably been exposed to it. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, honestly, my personal opinion, I think Marty kind of backed me up on this. I think the media has fueled a mass hysteria about this. Now, yes, there are a lot of deaths from this. This is a serious illness. It's like anything else, precautions need to be taken. But the problem is the media is using this thing to gain ratings. They strive on fear. I I hate watching the news. I hate it. I get a lot of, you know, current events from websites and stuff. That's the way I try to keep up with stuff. I know it's not as efficient as watching the 6 o'clock news, but I don't feel like eight stories about this is what happened worse, closest to you. I, yeah. don't, I don't I don't, like that, you know, attitude. I know bad things happen around me. I don't want it. So, But the media, they, the news and all that, their highest ratings come from fear because people are going to turn on what's happening next, what I need to do, 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 do. Yeah. And they'll, they'll get false information. It happens every time with everything. I don't care if you watch Fox, CNN, or what. They You get false information. They'll come back, oh, we were wrong about this. But they just glance over the fact they were wrong move on to the next topic. Right, yeah. They, there's very few retractions. That and, and there has been some political stuff out of it, too, like the you know getting into the whole 
bipartisan or not bipartisan, but partisan war and stuff. And yeah, yeah, we're not going to get politicians and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that. I, I don't want to get into that personally, just because I feel like then then we're going a lot of opinion based. Yeah, <laughs> no, oh, they're the attacking I, this. They're just, the reason I said I've that is you have to be careful if you start watching. Like this is just my opinion, and like Kenneth said, if if this is this is an opinion podcast, this is a way to get you engaged. But my personal opinion, if I start watching something to get information and they start attacking people, I turn yeah. it. Exactly. Because I, I just want information. It. That's what I want. Yeah. And so when I watch But don't turn this when I attack Marty, because that's going to happen. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, don't change over to the next podcast. Yeah, don't change be over. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the people I watch, I mean, I'll still watch the news stations and stuff, but the people that I'm watching are, are when the doctors get up there. Like, yeah, yeah like exactly. The, the health experts. The health experts, the scientists, yeah. the people that are over this task force. Those are the people I'm listening to. So, so I mean, let, let's let's dive into it a little bit. We'll hit this timeline. We'll kind yeah. of start going through some stuff. Not timeline, really, but this, you know, an outline about this stuff. So, we've got a media. What I feel like is a media fueled mass hysteria. There's quarantines and everything else. Now, this is quarantines in areas that have more cases of the virus. People are feeling, and so that's fearing a lot. A lot of people are stack <laughs> stocking up on ammo. Like, oh, everything's shutting down. No. You'll still be able to go get groceries, and this—it's not a quarantine where if you leave your house, the national guard's gonna come by and pop one in your butt. That's not gonna happen. Now, this, I'm never, not gonna say that's not gonna happen. At it's this not, point, right at now, at this point, because of this virus, that will not happen because of this virus. What I mean, it, yes, like, there's like quarantines, it, but it's like Marty was saying earlier, it's to protect the elderly. Because here's the whole point of all this, and I think we can all—if you sit back and think, look at this—and it's been said a lot. I'm not the first guy. This isn't my personal point of view this has been said the whole purpose of the quarantines and shutting down some businesses not the necessary ones but some businesses and there are businesses that are required to run to keep the economy going but whole purpose is to prevent a spike where they all of a sudden overflow the hospitals yeah that's the whole point of it they don't want the hospitals to get flooded because here's the problem and i think me and marty actually had this conversation earlier uh, in the week, but the the biggest problem with it is if they overflow the hospitals, then people that have the flu, that have other illnesses, they can't get in because everybody's already in a bed. Well, they're not going to kick you out of a bed to let somebody else in. That's yeah. one illegal, but they don't want to get sued or nothing. But that causes those people to go untreated, and then uh, you know what what happens to them. And it may just be something that you know, like my dad has lupus. He it's an autoimmune disease. He gets a cold. It can be serious for him. Yeah, and if somebody's already got that bed, the hospital's like we're full up. We can't take you. In. We can't kick someone else to bring you in. We understand you're serious, but we can't just you know lay you out in the floor of the lobby and treat you. Yeah, and that's what they're trying to prevent. They want a maintainable rise because this is going to rise. It's not over. They want a maintainable rise. It'll plateau out, and then they can handle that plateau. Yeah, and then the calculations of Arkansas is going to get close to a thousand, if not over a thousand. Um, but like Kenneth just said. Uh, I've listened and watched a bunch of medical folks who are scared about this. Not scared of the virus itself, but scared of the strain that this is going to put on the healthcare. I mean, we have 323 or 28 billion. I think it's 328 billion, somewhere around there. But 328 billion or so folks in the, in America. I think it's a million. Uh, 328 million million. Yeah, I don't think there's 380 or 28 billion people in the world, Marty. No, in America. Yeah, I don't think there's that many. Oh, people. Google that. It's it, it is. It's three hundred twenty-eight million in America. Oh no, there's there's like seventy million in New York. Hang on, three hundred twenty-eight billion in America. There's like there's seven, seven billion. billion. There's seven billion in the world. Uh, Hold on, we're gonna do this little pause here. Hang on a second. Kenneth's gonna Google it. All right, when he tells when he finds it, I'll let him get on the microphone and say that I was right. Uh, so as he's typing to find out the answer that I said was right, uh, th- you know. And all of you know that I'm right because I just pulled up 2017 current world population 7.5 billion. 
Current world. Current world, yeah. There's only there can't be more people in the U.S. and there's a world is three hundred twenty-eight million. I said seven billion. No, you said I said seven billion. You said three hundred twenty-eight billion. I said seven. Oh, that's what. There's one letter of difference, and I was trying to get. My bad. I thought you were uh, disputing on the the world. No. Okay, my bad. There's only seven billion in the world. You said three hundred twenty-eight billion in the U.S. Okay, let me get my my participles (laughs) right here. Million. Sorry, my bad. Not billion. Let me put my gold star on the wall. (laughs) Whatever. <laughs> All right, we had a minor there. Okay, so yeah, seven billion, seven billion in the world. Three hundred twenty-eight. Was it twenty-eight or twenty-three? Uh, oh, it's three hundred twenty. I don't know. I didn't million. look that part up. I just knew if I got the world below three hundred twenty-eight billion, I was. <laughs> That's right. all you cared about. Yeah, I did a quick search but, there. All right, so we digress. All right, we were both right. Let's put it that way. You don't have anything to say on that one? Oh, wow. Oh, He's no, silent no, on that one. No, no, I was right. We were not both right. I oh. was right. Uh, I was right. 327 million in okay. the U.S. as of 2018. All right. So, um, anyway, this is putting a strain on the medical care here, the healthcare system, because, like Kenneth was talking about, like we've talked about, if somebody has a common flu or whatever they might have and everybody's flooding these hospitals, um, not everybody's going to get health care. I mean, we have – we don't have 320-some-odd million hospital beds in the world or in America. No, no exactly, and that, that's the problem. It's, you know, you, you got, like I said, there, we're dealing with a whole bunch right now with this, obviously. I, I really didn't even want to do this topic. Marty talked me into it, but I was kind of glad I did. I was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll do it. We'll just present facts, and then people will see how ignorant a lot of people are being. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have something to play in this. We all have a part to play. I mean, look at it today. I mean, we're recording this on Sunday, and we just did our service live stream, and um, – Churches all across America and the world, for that matter, are doing the same thing. So we're doing our part. We don't want to do it. And I, this is the this is the response I've been getting from people. Like, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. Okay, you're truthfully, you're probably going to be okay if I got it or Kenneth got it. But you could have it and not know it, and you could be around somebody. This thing is so easily transmittable. Yeah, that's the problem. That's what it is. That's what's that's – what's, um, alarming people and i know we're saying all these things like it makes you sound like we should go into a panic but no they've given us guidelines to go by like it, and this is what's so crazy yeah some of these guidelines they've given us is stuff that we should have been doing a long time ago like yeah. something like so, so something that's so alien to us like wash your hands oh my gosh who would have thought that yeah, i know <laughs> there's so many things on <laughs> facebook look Tell me if you haven't been washing your hands for the last 15 years. I, I don't want to be friends anymore. No. Don't you just love it, too, when you go to the bathroom, you're in the bathroom, and you watch, you, you watch a guy that goes straight out of the door before he washes his hands? Like, all right, I'm not shaking your hand. And it's not only that. You know, cover coughs and sneezes, man. Let me tell you this much. If you sneeze on the back of my neck, even before this, me and you was going to have words at the very <laughs> yeah. least because that's disgusting. You know, oh. I'm not a germaphobe, but, I mean, come on, man. That is you disgusting. Know, it's, it's almost as bad as when you're talking to somebody and they're sitting there spitting all over your face. You're like, uh, yeah, you like, keep backing wow, up, and they're like, what are you doing? It's what like a doing? Gallagher concert. Yeah. And those people always have to be in your personal space, too. They have to be like oh, right yeah. there inches to make it. It's like, like a tic-tac. Uh, I need to make sure I paint this face with my saliva. <laughs> It's disgusting. But another thing, too, is like, uh, I don't know, here's a novel idea. Um, if you're sick, you know, like with the flu or running fever, uh, stay home. No, I, thought, I swear, this is, <laughs> this is just a little bit, a little bit of allergies, I'm pretty sure. That's it. 
<laughs> yeah, stay home. I've known people before. It's like when they get out because they're sick, they want like this gold star because, you know, they toughed it out. Like, I'm not giving you a gold star. You should have stayed home with your contagious sickness. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But in like the social distancing thing, I know that's, that's my wife's favorite rule is the social distancing. She's like, thank goodness. I don't so have to introverts talk. have been prepared yeah. for this their yeah. whole life. This, yeah, she's been. She's been I'm pretty sure the introverts probably caused this. She's been practicing for 27 years, almost yeah. 28 years. But I mean, it's hard for me because I'm a people person, I'm a pastor. I mean, and we've only been in our church for three months so i don't know everybody great yet so it's like all right three months in pandemic <laughs> yeah i know man it was like oh thank goodness we get a break from him right now <laughs> wait a second i don't think he meant to say that out loud <laughs> was that an out was that an inside thought that popped out yeah like yeah I'm, i apologize that so happens. i mean i know it's difficult but like that's another one of those guidelines and i mean some of us won't be able to abide by that because you got to go to you got to go to your work but even at, even at work i mean you can still maintain i mean unless we're all a bunch of close talkers I'm sure you don't want to be all up in somebody's grill. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> you got to stay away. Stay home if you're sick. Clean and disinfect daily, which, you know, no, that that's a little bit of a new one. You know, like I said, they're trying to limit the thing. But the uh, the stay at home at sick, you know, my wife was a teacher, and she preached that. Preached that if you're sick, do not send your kid to my classroom, please. Because it spreads, and other kids, I get it. And I get the parents' thought, well, i got to pay for a babysitter. And the other thought is, well, they only get so many sick days even, you know. And if you're, yeah. if you're at work, which I know there's been a lot of, uh, workplaces have opened up their guidelines with this, but a big fear for a long time is like, well, I can only miss so many days. What happens? This is the first of the year. What happens if I get sick and then I get sick in November again? I've got no days, and so that's money without pay. The large majority of America lives paycheck to paycheck, you know. That, that's, that's a tough thing. So I, I can kind of see that side, but right now, you know, stay at home if you're sick. Just, you know, do what you can. You know, there, there's a lot of people reaching out. If you're worried about food or something, there there's, there's ways to get it. Yeah, and that's you what know. churches are trying to step Reach up. Reach out. Don't be yeah. too proud, ask. And, yeah, and on that note, can I can I share a – can I get on a soapbox for a second? This is not an ad campaign, Marty. All right, I'm going to get on a soapbox for a second. He's better than everybody. Listen up. Yeah. Listen to how you're inferior. Yeah. So uh, my soapbox is people who are being selfish right now by going to the store and hoarding everything. Oh, I like this. Where's this going, Marty? Yeah. I enjoy like this. Buying all the Germex, buying all the medicine. All right. If you've seen the pictures, like real pictures, like live footage of these elderly people, older people going up to the, the, the shelves and stuff, and it's bare because somebody else has just been behind them and hoarded and bought everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're going to get into the symptoms later, but let me preach. Diarrhea is not one of the symptoms of this disease. Why are you <laughs> buying toilet paper? If anything, the Kleenex aisle should have been cleaned out. I can use toilet paper to blow my nose. I can't use Kleenex to wipe. It falls apart. My finger goes through. It does not get pretty. And then I got to wash my hands. I've you know, been doing this, that for 10 years, but this, I got to wash my hands now yeah. because the Kleenex just <laughs> fell apart. And when this whole thing first broke, I mean, my mom works at Walmart. When this whole thing started getting kind of crazy, people were buying up the toilet paper before they were the food. Here, and here's the other thing that gets me. So, you know, I went, we go to Walmart all the time. That's what we got around here, just small community. But I went to Walmart and I got two gallons of milk. I get two gallons of milk every time I go because my wife will drink a gallon every two to three days and my daughter drinks milk like crazy. They, they, I, I can't have it. I'm lactose intolerant, so I got to get almond milk. But I got two gallons of milk and one gallon of almond milk because that, for me, that's what I drink. And so went back up to the register, went to check out with my other stuff too. And they said, oh, no, you can only have one gallon of milk. I was like, really? And they said, yeah, yeah, it's on the list. I was like, okay, well, I get it because it, here, here's it. She goes, no, no, I need you either can only get the almond milk or the 2%. I was like, It's Wait. two different types of I was of like, milk. I can't drink this, and my wife and kids won't drink this. I was like, you know, I, I really do need both. I mean, I don't guess I need milk, but I, I, 
it's something that I enjoy to drink, so I, I really would like to have this. She's like, I'm sorry. It does not specify. It's only one milk. Oh, she she goes, somebody else could get whole milk and 2% milk then and get two gallons. I was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. So it is not lactose intolerant friendly times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I thought about, you know, I need to just take some stock out and toilet paper. <laughs> Man, I mean, I've got a bunch of people at work that act, that literally took stock out in cruises because, like, oh yeah, was it uh, Northwestern or Norwegian? One of the two, or one of those cruise lines. Maybe it's Royal Caribbean. Anyway, this stock was at like one forty for six years, and then all of a sudden, with all this, nobody could go on cruise. All of a sudden, their stock went down to forty bucks. And yeah. they said, as soon as this all goes back, go back, go back up. up. They're like, so they bought and bought. They spent a lot of their savings to buy that, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, take advantage of the moment. I get it, but toilet paper people. Get over it. It's oh made in the gosh. U.S. and Mexico. The factory or warehouses are full of it. The problem is, as soon as they make a delivery, they're sold out. I mean, that's the You problem. think about it, how this kind of stuff starts. So there was one crazy guy somewhere that said, you better stock up on toilet paper, and then it went from there. It's a sheep mentality. And, yeah. and not to talk down to people, but that's the problem we have is is If people, I'm going to hoard anything, it's going to be food. Well, I'm not going to go buy 50 cases thing. of toilet Who, paper. Who's buying six gallons of milk? I mean, I could see some people. Milk goes bad in two weeks. People use your brain; it's going to go bad before you can use it. There was one Get story. To, move on. This one person had twenty four dozens, twenty four dozen eggs. <laughs> you know how much eggs that is? It's cheaper to buy the chickens. Jeez. <laughs> but anyway, hey, that's don't be selfish. That's realize that there's other people now. Definitely take care of your family, but. Also realize there's other families that are coming right behind you that need to buy stuff for their exactly, families. Exactly. Have, have some respect. Get to move on. Have you, you seen something. It's, it's the not. people, and that's a cool thing about this. Other people are coming together. Private institutions are joining with the government. Like there's this distillery that's now making Germex hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um, I think I even read a report where New York is doing it, and they're bumping it up to seventy percent alcohol. They they've got a patent on it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's higher than seventy. But it, yeah, it's and then another thing. I know this is going to preach to Kenneth because well, I probably don't need to say it because he's going he's going to go into a spin if, when I start talking about this. Stop hoarding and buying all the mask. <laughs> all right, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> you were right. I've got a nice little rant to go on about this face mask. All right, so mind you, everything that I've that I'm about to tell you, I got off the CD. Say yes, I have notes on this because this is one thing that's been driving me nuts, and I've been told to shut up about it just because it makes people feel better. I get that. makes you feel better. That's fine. Use that. But you are not protecting yourself or anybody else with that thing. So what does the CDC say about face masks? And some of this is from the Department of Health in New York, too, because they, they were, you know, easy to find and uh, readily available for anybody almost. It's almost like you could just go get this information. But huh. anyway, <laughs> wear a face mask if you're sick. That's what they say, because your sneeze, your cough definitely contains this. That contains it to your face. When you exhale, it catches like 98% of it. So if you're sick, wear a face mask. Even if it's not, you know, COVID-19, wear that to catch your sneezes and your snots so I don't have to have them on my neck and my face. But, okay, it is important to note, according to the CDC, it is important to note that a face mask does little to reduce the spread of disease. They are meant to catch coughs, sneezes to those that are already uh, infected, excuse me. That's a big thing. They are meant to catch that coming out of the infected, right. not to catch uh, from coming into you. Because here's the thing, unless you were, and I did actually see a guy in a painter's mask with two filters that pretty well sealed, you got to do a breathing test to even get those things, but uh, or to you know be approved at work for them. But 
so that he was probably protected. But most of them think there's air gaps all around it. Even the little masks that conform to your nose, there's air gaps around it. You're not breathing. If you were breathing solidly, those things collapse in. I've had them do it. But once the other thing is, you change your face mask whenever it gets moist. They're only good for about 15, 20 minutes because you yeah. have so much moisture on your breath. And so you're going to depart that. At that point, when it gets moist, the warm, moist air from your breath is a bacterial feeding ground. You got a petri disc on your petri dish on your face. Yeah, time to change it, man. Take it off, throw it away, get a new one. If that's that and important, all, to you. They, they have also said that this germ is so small that it could penetrate that. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean you're talking about these things, and I do heat and air and stuff. And so it's very common, like MERV ratings or filter ratings. You get up to MERV fourteen. You're in HEPA filters at hospital using their ORs to protect. Most air filters in your home are at most MERV eight. And so it's not it's not super. It will go through a MERV eight filter. You get to MERV thirteen and it start it starts catching this disease. Mm-hmm. That's face mask is not a MERV thirteen. Yeah, it, that is a very restrictive air filter. This it's going to go right through. You're not protecting much. All you're doing is catching your snot and saliva particles from yeah. going on to people when you sneeze. That's why the infected need it. Or if you're caring for someone that's infected. That's what I was going to say. The people because who are vulnerable. You, you, yeah, I mean, you have a good chance care. at coughing another germ while their immune system's already compromised. That's the reason for that. I mean, something that your body can naturally handle, their immune system is worried about this COVID-19 or the flu or whatever. And if you cough on them, whatever you have is going to add to the problem. It is not uncommon to have multiple illnesses. Yeah, and that, that's the people we need to think about as we're hoarding these things and buying these things up when we don't really need them. Uh, now, granted, I mean, I can see people walk around the store wearing masks. They may actually need it. They may be one of those in that vulnerable category. But if you're not, leave it for somebody else, like a nurse or a doctor or somebody who's got these underlying health issues. Those are the people who, who need it more than yeah, we do. I mean, not to keep going, and I'm not trying to take over the show, but this whole face mask thing has got me just confused because there's a girl at Dollar General here locally. She had a face mask. She had gloves on. Here's the problem. And people are like, oh, well, the germs just don't fly up the gloves. They do work their way up. It spreads. You're sweating in the gloves. You've got a human moist environment. That's where germs, bacteria, viruses, they thrive in that. That mold and everything else thrives in a humid, hot environment. So in in any kind of latex gloves or anything like that, you're sweating. You're producing a great environment for it to grow. Here's the other thing. You've got your mask on. This girl has been there. I asked her, I was like, how long you been on shift? Six hours. Okay. So, yeah, that's a normal shift at Dollar General. Okay. You change your mask or gloves? Well, no. I didn't think so. So whatever the guy in front of me had got all over my sugar that I was buying. Yeah. And it's like, you know, okay, well, I appreciate your thought, but at least, you know, our hands have some natural ability to fight stuff. That latex just keeps it on the surface. And the only way that it can be passed airborne is if you sneeze or cough. Yeah, and it's not, I'm not even worried about getting, you know, the corona or nothing. I'm worried about just anything. Yeah. Like me talking right now is not Cause, passing it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I sneeze or cough, or if I sneeze or cough on my hand, those. That's why I'm saying if if we will do these things that they've told us to do, common sense, common sense stuff that we were supposed to have been taught in elementary school. But anyway, those are the people that I'm just thinking. And some other things that I want to talk about was what can we do um, to you know help people basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, uh, <laughs> I mean you you have to respect it's like you know the whole staying out of uh area it's not it's for instance let's just go on unvaccinated kids yeah the the thing people aren't worried about so much uh that kid getting infected the biggest problem is that kid becomes a carrier of that right. disease yeah and you have people with like i said my dad with lupus i'm just gonna keep going back to him because he's got an autoimmune disease it's a personal reference yeah. i know so he is very susceptible susceptible to catching everything even right 
you know, even if we don't even know we have something on us, our body fights it, it never shows a symptom. He catches it, and I've seen it happen several times. He gets hospitalized like every two weeks because he's dehydrated because he had a bronchial infection this past week. I mean, he wasn't hospitalized, but he, you know, he was, yeah, he well, it to, was tough to talk he, to I mean, him. He has to be careful. Yeah, and the problem is it's not about necessarily just protecting you. If you don't want to get your child, you know, the immunizations and stuff, vaccines, I can see where you're like, well, I don't want to suscept that because the chances of them getting polio is few and far between. That's fine, but guess what? Since people have stopped doing that, we've seen increased cases in polio, and yep. you're not only a carrier for you, you're carrying for the other people that actually clinically could not even get vaccines because there are people that cannot clinically get them because their immune system was never there. Yeah, I mean, listen to your doctor if your doctor says no, but don't don't fall don't fall into this whole hysteria. All right, I hope I don't I hope I don't offend anybody, but I'm just gonna say it. But don't fall into this hysteria where this immunization or flu vaccine causes autism. <laughs> that, that so there was one study that came out. All right, that, that that's not been proven. No, no. There's there's one doctor that did a study and he said, oh, here's a correlation between vaccines and autism. And that doctor has been discredited. He lost his yep. medical license, yep. and we're not trying to get off on this topic. But that that will probably be another episode. But he got discredited and everything else. But for whatever reason, people still cling to it because. As sheep, we sit there and we cling to this bad news and we won't let go of it. There yeah. is no correlation. You know why there's an increased rate of autism? Because we are starting to understand it closely. We are not yeah. near 100%. We yeah. are nowhere near understanding more this completely. On it now. We got better education, better diagnosis. We understand that it's a spectrum. It's not just autism like we used to think. Yeah. So you it's can other be other medical you can be at, you, uh, special needs. And yeah. You can too. be at the you know broader where it doesn't affect you more, or you could be a very you know you know very tight autism where you have very serious disabilities yeah and that's a big spectrum that that's what happened we have a better understanding a better not complete but a better understanding well the more we get educated like when i was two i mean i have cerebral palsy when i was two they didn't have a clue really i mean they knew what it was but they were barely scratching the surface and now people have cerebral palsy that didn't know they had cerebral palsy because there's more education on it well and here's the thing too back in the 1800s just a big example of understanding diseases if you got sick and you died in the 1800s it was probably just consumption I mean, there were some stuff. Tuberculosis is what that you know yeah. consumption was, but it was pro- probably consumption. But the problem is we started, oh, well, that could have been cancer. That could have been this. We didn't know about cancer. Right, yeah. Unless you saw a tumor on the outside, you didn't know it was cancer. You're like, yeah. oh, these, it's probably just consumption. But like Kenneth said about the flu or the vaccine, that's why I believe in flu vaccinations. Because like last year, there was a, such a spike in flus last year. I mean, I think like maybe the all-time high in people flu. And I think a lot of that is because... People are not getting vaccinated. And like Kenneth said, I might not get it, but I could still pass it on to somebody else. Or I might get it. It may be mild. And then I pass it on to somebody else who it might really, really harm or even kill. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into some symptoms about COVID-19. Let's just yeah. go ahead. And, that way people know it's not just, like I said, we were going to get into this earlier about the toilet paper. You just sent me off. and I, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so some of the symptoms is sound very familiar to flu. That's what they said, flu-like symptoms. You're yeah. going to have fever coughing shortness of breath some emergency warning signs where you know that you need to get somewhere quick if there's persistent pain or pressure in your chest uh new confusion or inability inability to arouse this is cdc that's what yeah, <laughs> and, it does and uh you have bluish lips or face which you know lack of oxygen you're yeah. not you're not taking it and that, that that's part of this so you know t- this is a serious disease we don't want to take away from that what we do want is to People just think and limit your hysteria. Don't, you know. And use common sense. Yeah, like, you, if you start getting sick or feeling bad, um, don't rush to the doctor. 
if you have if you have some of these symptoms where it's an emergency, that's when you go. But yeah. there's this. They got the whole thing with the telehealth now. Yeah. Utilize that because what they're trying to do. I is got a it, text today from a. Yeah, uh, urgent care they're trying say. to eliminate these large populated areas because that's how this thing is going to continue to spread. That is, ever since there was WebMD, there's been people diagnosing themselves, and that's the problem oh. they have. They they want to, look, let us talk to you. Because, I mean, there's a lot you can tell by looking at somebody. You know, you can say, okay, you've got this, this, this. Look, from what I'm hearing, you just got a common cold. It may just be an infection. But you know, let you know, like you had a you had an eardrum infection. Yeah. Well, you didn't have a shortness of breath. You had I a wasn't fever. worried that had COVID. You had a fever, and you know you didn't go out and buy all the toilet paper you could find. Like, oh god, here it comes. You know, it's hit my house. Get to TP. Uh, speaking of that, yeah, last week I had to go to the doctor, and uh, that was actually what I was a little nervous about. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to this doctor office. There, there. You know, as far as I know, there may have been somebody in there, but I was all right. I mean, I wasn't scared of nothing because main thing I wanted to do was get relief from my busted eardrum. But no, no, uh, this is another thing that we can do to help. All right. Is it an inconvenience? What I'm about to say, a little bit, but think about the good that you're that you're going to be causing. So, no lie, I was in there, and you know, you walk in the doctor, and a lot of places are doing this. You can't come in unless they they got to ask you yeah, some they questions. Check you. They got to check your temperature, and everybody seems to be okay with that. But there was one guy that came in there, or one lady that came in there, and she wasn't having it. She got so irate, she didn't want her fever checked. Well, she ended up doing it, but I mean, she was mouthing, and I'm like, okay. It, it doesn't take that long. Answer some questions. They're going to do it in triage anyway. Yeah, let them let them check your temperature. It is for your good and for other people's good too. So I mean, that we can come together as Americans and help. That is one thing I have seen a lot. I've seen Americans really come together, industry and private businesses. So as gloomy and as dark as this is, there's some light and there's some really positive things to take away from what's happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, getting back to the, uh, you know. The disease and everything. Let's just talk about treatments too. We just did send. Right. Let's talk about some treatments. So currently, there's no vaccine to prevent it. They're working on it. You know that could honestly take years. At the worst case scenario, it could happen shortly. It just depends on how quick everything's fast tracked. And the other thing is, if it's fast tracked, is that good? Was yeah. it thoroughly studied? Yeah. So there's there's your issue. You can't just say, well, give it some. You know they've got it back. They probably have something. Well, I'll talk about one that looks promising, but you have to do studies on everybody because here's the problem: everybody's different. There is a risk with every medication with a percentage of the population. So what do you do? You mitigate that. Look, I get that 0.01% of the population this is not a good regiment for, but the other percent, look how many lives it's going to save. Yes, the risk outweighs the or the reward. Reward outweighs the risk, yeah. yeah. You got it. You know what I'm going with this. I got you. We're on the same way. But but you do need to seek medical attention. Antibiotics are ineffective. So if you're like me and you have – antibiotics because you didn't take them like you should you didn't finish out the whole bottle every time you got them so you've got a little stockpile in your drawer not the best thing i know but if you got antibiotics they aren't effective because this is a viral not a bacterial infection yeah antibiotics don't treat viral yeah yeah they it's even though it sounds I mean, like they may i mean it's like the flu i mean you have to let it take its course uh, the only thing that treatment does for viral like if you get tamiflu for the flu it decreases the symptoms yeah it, or lessens the symptoms it the doesn't thing is treating the symptoms not the sickness yeah it doesn't it doesn't cure you of it, it has to take its course yeah now now there are some experimental treatments and i'm going to butcher these names so i'm not even going to try to apologize but i am going to try to pronounce remdesivir it's a broad spectrum. Yeah, I, I saw that one. It's a broad spectrum antiviral drug originally designed to fight Ebola. Yeah. It works good in isolated cells, but it has not yet been approved on humans. So it works good, you know, in small little petri dishes, but so far they have not approved it. They're, they're going to do clinicals, build up to a yeah. full person. And uh, another one is chloroquine. 
It's considered safe. It's been used for 70 years to fight malaria, yeah. malaria and autoimmune diseases. Currently, 10 clinical trials and are testing its potential, you know, to see if it's viable. They, yeah. I mean, you got to test mean, it, and run it through This is going to take some time. I mean, like yeah, the, there's another one be. that they're working on that would be long-term, and they had a human, they had a you know, a individual, uh, I think, I don't even think the person was American, but they no, had no, it, somebody uh, I think what you're talking about is a lopinavir and ritinavir. They actually, they're used to treat HIV. And is that the one that that so uh, a fifty year old a fifty year old man in South Korea was given a combination of these two drugs and he had a significant reduction in levels of the coronavirus in just a matter of days. So it was like instead of waiting, you know, like you know the entire thing, all of a sudden he was feeling better instantly. So this one's kind of looking the most promising from what I understand. According, is that you know, the one I think? Uh, if I get if I'm getting them right, is that the one though? They're going to have to monitor him for a, a certain amount well, of time. Well, they're watching to make sure it didn't just like you said treat the symptoms and not the sickness. They're, yeah. they're, they're and it's already done. I, I yeah. just haven't seen an update. But yeah. this this was a few weeks ago. And so, you know, I'm sure if it was bad, it would come out. But th- I found these on the CDC. Like I said, I'm not going to news outlets to find this stuff. I'm going uh, – when when we did our research, we were looking for credible sources, not not Channel 5. I, I, listen, to, I listen to health experts. That's who I listen to, like you said. I mean, if there's a health expert on Channel 5 – I'll listen to them, but like, I listen like to me, I listen to health experts. As long as it's not about my diet, I don't need your input on no, that. No, I don't need that. No, don't tell me that I'm overweight. Yeah. <laughs> Round is a shape, buddy. Uh, but um, one funny one I had the other day, I'm not going to say who told me this because I will throw them under the bus, uh, but I was recently told that vitamin C will cure coronavirus. I've been told vitamin C will cure everything. So here, here's the context of that. I've heard that. vitamin C for cancer. Here's the context of that. There was a lady somewhere I can't remember where, maybe Australia or something. She got the coronavirus, and for she start right immediately. She started taking vitamin C, and, and in seven days she was cured. Okay, first of all, vitamin C is not a drug; it's a vitamin. Second of all, it takes longer than seven days for it to even get in your body and start circulating around to build up your immune system. Third, it's just to build your immune system. Vitamin C is the sloth of vitamins. <laughs> I mean, I think I mean I need to take it better too. But uh, yeah, the sloth of vitamins. <laughs> just I need to take it. I need to take it too because uh, it does it does it does build your immune system. But uh, you said here's that, the thing: I just pictured Flash from Zootopia. <laughs> Oh, oh, but here's the thing: oh. the woman was cured of the virus for seven days because it's a virus. It took its course. She was one of the positive cases. You know, she, it, it took its course on her, and she was she she was cured of it. The vitamin C didn't cure her of the coronavirus. So I, I saw something on Facebook, and you know, me and Marty were both obviously Christians, but this made me laugh, and it just it's. It's part of a faith healing thing that I think is ridiculous. But here's here's <laughs> this dude. It was a collage of different videos, and I can't think of the guy's name, but he's a big conspiracy theorist. Not this one wasn't Jesus, but it was him, a uh, faith healer, and uh, another guy. But they were all selling, you know, their services. The faith healer was sitting there saying, "Send me, you know, ten bucks, and I'll heal you through the TV and this and that, you know." And he's putting his hand up to the camera and everything else. I will heal you ten bucks for, you know, da 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 da, and that'll support our ministries to get to people that can't afford the ten dollars. You know, okay, well, you're making a profit. That's great. The other guy was selling a silver ion toothpaste, and <laughs> man, it's driving me nuts. I've heard so much about this guy. It's not David Icke. It's another guy. But anyway, he was sitting there saying, oh, we got silver. It's proved by the FDA. It's proved by this. It's about to hit Walmart stores. It'll be everywhere. He goes, you brush your teeth with this thing for eight days, and it's going to heal. It's going to da-da-da-da-da. I'll promise, 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 promise. And he's full of crap. 
And, and he was saying it's got a heal of the corona. Oh yeah, just by brushing your teeth with this too. It's proven to oh. kill. It, it puts an alkali. It makes turns your blood alkaline. Then it, no viruses can survive that environment. And this, da, da, da. He went on by a big spill, and then another guy had silver. Funny, eye I hadn't on seen that on lotion. the CDC website. Yeah, no, and yeah, they, uh, him, and the the other guy that was selling a silver ion lotion that that uh that soaks into your skin, gets into your bloodstream faster than the toothpaste. But, how, you know, whatever. But uh, anyway, both of them were uh, actually issued cease and desist orders by the CDC for spreading false propaganda. The FDA told them that you, you stop or we will file a motion. So it's it's all horse crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a big heaping two-wheel trailer of horse crap. Yeah. But, but uh, something I wanted to discuss, though, is um, another effect of this. And so because, because – um, where we're at right now with this virus, with this... Marty had a brain fart. Yeah, with this... Uh, I'm getting flashes over there. He's throwing up numbers <laughs> like we got 40 minutes. I'm but, good. <laughs> but with this, uh, with this pandemic, I mean, it, it's shutting down. We don't know how much longer it's going to last. This is really affecting people, the American people, the world. It's affecting small businesses. Uh, one thing that I've been encouraged to do is, like right now, you know, if you live in an area with... I'm all about small local business. So if you're in an area right now and you have local businesses and stuff support them so you know here's an idea you know go to that business and buy something right now before they have to close or if they have already closed maybe see if you can buy a gift certificate or something and then when they reopen you can go use the gift certificate yeah because i mean you know big businesses obviously they have the back funding to you know they've got the yeah. money in the bank and a lot of mom and pop stores some of them do have a little bit but some of them are you know they they're like everybody else to live paycheck to paycheck they get yeah. a, they might be able to do all right for a couple of hard weeks but any more than that it gets tough on them and you know i coming from a small business owner myself that would you know i if i went a couple of weeks and i didn't have any business yeah that would that yeah, would just give a couple me. shout outs kenneth has a small business he's a uh, he's he's trying to get it going again he had it before and he's trying to really get it going again so give him some support um uh, you heard it uh, firsthand. That, that wasn't right a here. plug for me, and that was completely unrehearsed. If you couldn't, it do. was yeah. Well, that was my. That was on me. Marty, take two. Come yeah. on, you feel it this time. <laughs> no. And then a second one. I, and I'm not trying to discriminate against nobody, so don't don't feel uh, slighted on this. But we have a, a small business owner in our church, uh, the Garings, that own Cajun Express. Yeah. So. Um, support them too, and just support local businesses in general. <laughs> Don't go eat at their lobby; it's closed. But you, you can do. Yeah, a you can. Like we did that Friday. Up. Yeah, we did that Friday. That was nice. I mean, uh, got there and they brought it out. I mean, it was just you know curbside. Yeah, like you say, curbside service. So you just in other words, just you know, nothing against franchises, nothing yeah. against big business, but these like Kenneth said, these mom and pop, these local owned, these family owned businesses, those are the ones who are going to be impacted by it, this. Just remember, the world is not shut down, and that's the biggest thing I care. Yeah. Our world's changing; it's going to change forever. I don't think this is going to change our world forever. This is going to be—I mean, are we going to forget about it? Probably not, but I don't think it's going to be something that defined our generation. Yeah, this is going to be something that passes on, just like Ebola. Until this came up, almost everybody forgot about the Ebola break. That was was it last year, the year before? So I can't yeah, two years ago. Two years ago, yeah, yeah. And everybody was freaking out about it. Which, granted, there was less confirmed cases, but the media blew it up that it was this big, massive thing. Everybody needed to worry about it, and it wasn't what they made it out to be remember don't trust the media go for gov or not government no, don't trust the government either <laughs> if you're listening to this government i'm sorry but no it you know take a medical advice whether it's government medical or whatever but you know actually take advice that does studies yeah so that, that that's the big thing man don't and find out their own false information. Yeah, and find ways that we can support people and love people and love neighbors. Like like Ken said earlier, you know, check on people. And if somebody down the street needs something, and like Abby, I mean, last week we bought some groceries, and I told her to buy a little bit extra. 
in case we were going to get to that point where some people couldn't get out, like our you know a neighbor across the street, yeah, and, and we got some out. extra stuff that we could give them. So fry up an extra f- pork chop. There you go. Oh, no, we could not find pork chops. Yeah, they did yeah, not sure. have pork chops. It, the look on your face is saying that you could not find it. You cooked them and you ate them, Marty. Oh, you still smelled on my breath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's a swipe. <laughs> there's an aroma of swine. pork. <laughs> it smells swine in the air. Yeah. But no. So there's things we can do. There's things yeah. that we should not do. There's uh, things that we can help with others. Um, and, you know, like if somebody's having a bad day with it or if they're stressed out, just listen to them. Give them some positive encouragement and facts. Uh, you know, like, like Jesus said, love your neighbor. This is one of the greatest, one of the two greatest commandments. Yeah. You know, so, you know, exactly. help, help people out where you can. You know, don't don't be that guy. Don't be like me. <laughs> nah, he's like that. No, he's a big teddy bear. No, but you know, just here. I mean, you know, use common sense. Use actual research, and chances are, if somebody's trying to tell you, "Oh, you need this. You need this. You need this," and it seems like they could profit off of it. Not to be a conspiracy theorist, more than likely, they could, that's what it is. I mean, you know, you can th- tell if somebody's I, yeah, motives I mean, are selfish, or if they're really trying to and, help somebody. And it, and the biggest thing, if you find out a little bit of facts from the government, you'll be able to discern that very quickly on your own. Don't I mean, jump at every snake oil salesman. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you just said it. I mean, seriously, some our sometimes our best ammunition is is facts. Yeah. Is educate yourself with facts. Exactly, exactly. Just self education, critical thinking. That goes so far. Yeah. And don't get so deep in self education that you lose track of the road and you're just veering off on all these little side paths that yeah. lead you back to conspiracy. And, and I mean, I don't know when this will end and I don't know what will look like when this does end, but life will come back to some sort of normal. I mean, uh we don't know when Jesus is going to come back, uh, but I don't believe it's right now. I mean, I may be wrong. I might be wrong, but I don't believe it's right now. I believe there's still going to be some more time just from some things I've read in the Bible. But we don't know when the end of times is. We don't know when the end of the world is going to be. So we will come back to some sort of normal. Um, and how are we going to react to this? And so just some things to think of and remember. Yeah, you know, you know, just, I mean, I, I don't know what, what else to say about it. Just kind of man live your life yeah don't don't let this put your life on a hold i'm not saying go out and do stupid things but there's a lot of stuff you can do outside in your yard and everything else you know you if, you, if yard, you are stuck yeah. at home i know there are people in the u.s that they're saying nobody leave their house but you know there, there's plenty of stuff to do make that time we went outside the other day yeah i mean maybe this is a great time to you know i don't know here's a novel idea: sit at the table or go outside and have family time no i, don't I mean like, your kids I don't like my kids that much I'll send them outside. Yeah. I'll just hang out. I mean, outside. your kids went and played the mud last week. So yeah. there you go. My son was out there in his little tractor spinning tires in the mud. And I was like, good grief. Here we go. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, that's. I feel like that's a corona. I feel like we covered yeah. it very thoroughly. If you have any questions or anything, hit us up on Facebook and or we'll, email us or something. And we'll forward it to a doctor because yeah. we are not that. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, hit us up on Facebook. You know, like I said, uh, listen to us on any major platform. And if we're not on there, we are coming soon. That's right. You know, like us, follow us, everything. Share if you see something on Facebook. We haven't been putting out a whole lot here lately because we've both been real busy. But uh, if you see something on Facebook, like it, share it, spread the word, word of mouth, tell somebody. Yeah, there's a lot of people that was like, oh, so and so didn't tell you about that. Well, let me tell you about it. You know, yeah. Help us out. Yeah, I mean, it's a big word of mouth, and so you don't hear any ads in this because that's not what this is about. We're not here to make money. This isn't for us. This is for you, and it's a little bit for us to kind of get some stuff off our shoulders. But this is a big platform for everybody. To, entertainment education and just think for yourselves people yeah and so 
I mean, the next one that we're going to do, like I said, this this will be out Monday. The next one we're going to do is going to be depression and suicide. So there will be a upper. I don't think it's going to be as down as everybody thinks no, it is. Don't think that like, wow, no. that's not a good choice after but, talking about the crow. No, it'll yeah. be a different, no, be, no, different this, take on this, it. It's more of a, you know, uh, upbeat kind of thing, you know, help you along. But uh, anyway, until then, I'm Kenny. I'm Marty. Thanks for listening.